Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to Thugging It Out first interactive episode. Thugging It Out is a platform where we create a safe space to acknowledge, experience, and overcome real life issues in a positive and healthy way. So I have a bunch of ladies on a panel, and we're going to start off by just doing introductions. And you go, whoever want to go first, you can just go ahead and unmute. You can say your name and how did you enter into this mommy game? Personally, y'all already know your girl got three kids. I don't know how I ended up with three, but I got three. <laughs> 12, 12, four, and uh. That's 12, that mommy brain. <laughs> I heard it's five months. Why is it turning five months, y'all? Like, I had to think about it. You know, after two kids, you just do not remember no more. So who want to go first? So I'll go I, first. I, I was oh, go ahead. <laughs> so I ate the morning. I just had a baby two weeks ago. His name is Paul. Yeah, my first. Oh. Okay. Yeah. New to mommy. Here. What about you, uh, Quita? Oh, I ain't but I'm um, I'm a mother of four, 11, 10, 7, and 4. <laughs> and that's what I tell you, after you get a certain number, you be like, just forget. That's that, that's all I like, that's that mommy brain. Yeah. Sometimes. Okay, whoever, go ahead and want to be next. I'll go. I'm Quisha. Um, I have one child. I'm one and done. <laughs> My child is five. Her name is Malia. One and done. People, I, I thought I was one and one done. And see, done. I got three. So you never know. Don't she ever say done. <laughs> she ruined it for any future kids. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go next. Um, my name is Lakia. Um, I want to say that I'm one and done. I only have one right now. And she's eight and a handful. And her name is Delia. Okay. Uh, last but not least. Hey, y'all. I'm Bianca. I have one gremlin. Her name is Brooklyn. <laughs> and she's four. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for, I guess, we still waiting on other people, but they'll come in. Y'all already know my kid, Jamal is Jamal, Riley, Ryan, and that is it. I'm done. The shop is closed. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like three is a good number for personally me. Some people, like Quita, she could do four, but personally, I I can't. You can, you, can, you, can, you can get my niece and my nephews one more. Oh, nah, even it out. Riley need a sister. Go ahead. Nah, Riley is enough for the whole house. Like, I am not a girl mom. I don't know about y'all girl moms, but I am not. It's I feel hard. Like definitely a boy mom. It's hard. Do y'all got attitudes? Like, yes. do y'all really yes. think that y'all daughters are like the, everybody say like your daughters is your revenge. Like Ooh, you we, If that's not the truth, girl, mama been telling me that for so long, but after having to live, honey. I don't know, because I got two daughters. My oldest daughter act like me, but my youngest daughter, I she have an absolute up this world. It's crazy. <laughs> 
I don't know. Agreed. Brooklyn, she's a Virgo, so I feel like she act like one, and we don't. I don't do well with them, so mm-hmm. we just always button heads because she got a mouth on her, so it's it's a challenge at four years old. That's yeah. like my little Aries. Yeah, my daughter Capricorn, and I think I never got along with like Capricorns in general. And what her is like one of the things was like maybe like me and you finna fight because I'm not gonna do this with you. I heard was, I heard Capricorns are sweet though, but they just they not people. They not. <laughs> my, I never met no sweet Capricorn. I never met a sweet Capricorn. Never. Mm-hmm. That's like the first person I heard. Everybody thinks Capricorns <laughs> are like crazy. I sure thought they were sweet. They is evil. evil. They most definitely will test your gangster. Yeah, that's why I never, I did not want another girl. If God gave me another girl. Mm-mm. She did not look at the hospital. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of like looking in a mirror, like, but it's like a two point or three point point a three point oh version of yourself. So Leah, she's a cancer. She's a ball of emotions. Right, <laughs> cry baby, ball of emotions. Um, she's she got that only child syndrome. You kind of, you know. Um. I, she's a fashionista and I swear at that age, I don't remember caring about what I wear. Like, (laughs) I don't know what's with this generation, but I, me and her have arguments every morning about what she want to wear to school. So, um, but yeah, all of emotion. Yeah. It's crazy because Riley is the same way. Whenever I put Riley on jogger pants, she have a whole BF. Like she say, that's ugly. Why am I wearing jogger pants? Like, girl, what's wrong with jogger pants? I feel like that's just the girl in them. You know, you mm-hmm. got that one girly, girly, and then if you have another one, then as I tell you, that one just going to be like, okay, I'll wear joggers. It's not mm-hmm. a problem. Like, it'd be a total fight for her to put on jogger pants. It'd be like, girl, what is wrong with it? That's ugly. Brooklyn Ooh, is like- a mixture of both, like. She one minute she want to wear a little wedges, the next minute she's a sneakerhead. So she going on a Nike app. All these shoes coming out, uh, I hearted them. That's what I want, mommy. Like this is every month. She needs some sneakers. So um, it's definitely a challenge. They all got their little personalities, but stuck with them. <laughs> we just stuck with them, you know. But they make life worthwhile. And we just go head into a mental check-in. I know being moms is kind of overwhelming for me. I know I feel like sometimes I got a handle on it, and then sometimes I feel like these kids be running circles around me. <laughs> so just a mental check-in. How are you? Because I know sometimes as mothers we get overlooked. It's not like how you're doing. Like how are you? Mentally, physically, and emotionally a drain. Like for real, for real. It's the it's the care in you as being a mother. And then it's like, they hurt your feelings sometimes. And then you have to cry that out because they your child and you can't do nothing to them and stuff like that. So it's it's rough. It's hard. It most definitely is because they challenge you every day. Yeah. Uh, I agree. It's hard. Um, some days I feel like I'm okay. And most days it's just like, 
what the fuck am I doing? How did I, like, I didn't agree to this. <laughs> like, I really, like, I, I don't know. I just be winging it. I don't really, it's no rules or guide book on how to raise a kid or how to be a mother. So it's difficult. They emotions all over the place. And then the dependency and you have to make sure all the things are done. It's hard for sure. Yeah, it's a um, it's a challenge, you know, um, as mothers, I feel like our world just revolve around our children and you kind of lose yourself and it's hard to find time for yourself. And before you know it, it's the end of the night and the day is gone. And my my day literally revolves around Leah. And it's been some times where. You know, she she would be having a tantrum. She'll be in a mood. I would literally have to just walk away. You know, you walk away, you revisit it. I'm like, so are you done? <laughs> are you finished? Are you done? Sometimes you got to walk away. You got to take a deep breath because it's, it's hard and you don't want to. And, you know, as mothers, it's like you yell, you know, you get frustrated. You know, you don't want to. And to avoid that, sometimes I literally walk away. <laughs> walk away and revisit yeah alex new mommy you're the newest mom on the panel how are you how is you know the baby treating you in mom life um i want to make sure um of course some days are better than others um i feel like i'm still like i i've told you before Ken. like i feel like i'm still like grieving the life I had like before I had kid a kid like um just being able to just go to the store by myself or like wake up and have nothing to do or just wake up when I want to wake up or like you know just my whole life is just different so it's like I'm still adjusting to that so some days it's like okay I think I got this under control and then some days it's like okay why do I have to why, you know, why do I got to wake up at six o'clock in the morning every morning? And, you know, I got to cook, I got to clean, I still got to go to work. So it's been an adjustment. Some days is better than others. You know, I'm sure y'all can relate. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of my life now, too, with my five-month-old and my toddler and my preteen. Like, all my kids are in different phases right now. So it's like I'm constantly arguing with my preteen because it's like, you going through your emotions, you going through puberty, you going through whatever. But then I got my toddler who is like 40, even though she's four. It's like one minute she want to act like she's a baby, the next minute she want to act like she's a grown woman. So me and you arguing, I'm sitting here like, why am I arguing with you? And then with the baby, it's like, it's just some days he good with, like, okay, he good. And then some days he just be crying. I'll be looking at him like, bro, like, what's going on? Like, what do you want from me? And then you add, you know, being married and have to tend to a marriage. You sit there and have to still work. And then you, like, really have no time to yourself. So it's constantly, like, I'm always taking care of other people and other things. So you always, I feel like mothers always have to sometimes get forgotten because you sometimes just don't have time. Or you and, like, the little time you got, you be tired. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. Mm -hmm. Yep, for sure. And they take all your money. 
OMG, it's like when I get money, I gotta buy and buy and buy. Like I am tasping my money on kids. I mean, I just need a mom vacation. Like it's so crazy because it's like a split thing. It's like you wanna go outside, you wanna have fun, you want the freedom. But it's like you know that even if you leave, you're not gonna even enjoy yourself because you're gonna be thinking about the kids. You miss them. Exactly. <laughs> like how did I want to get away from you so much? But now yeah. that I'm away from you, I'm missing you. Like, not, mm-hmm. not even that. Like you, you want to plan a trip for yourself, then you be like, "Oh my God, I want to take my kids here. I want to take my kids there." So it's like, even though when you do try to think about yourself, it's like in the mix, you gonna always try to think about and do stuff for your kids. Nah, stop. Yeah. See me, I ain't. I'm not at that phase. Yeah. I feel like Ooh, I'm just out of my kids now. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, we went on a vacation for our um, anniversary, and the whole time I was on FaceTime with Leah, I'm like, ooh, she would like this, or she would like that, and I'm like, stop calling. <laughs> She's fine. Like, stop calling. I've gotten better by having a two-year-old and a three-year-old. I used to be like that with the firstborn, like, oh, always, what, the, what she need? Let me call her. Let me FaceTime. But since my kids like seven years apart, I've gotten much better. Like now they with my grandma, I ain't asking if they okay. Clearly, I know they fine because I wouldn't have them, you know. So I don't ain't nobody called. The first baby, yeah. But the second one, you like you say, balancing out being a wife, a mom, a student, if you work. (laughs) It is so much. Don't let alone keeping the house clean and doing laundry and cooking. Okay, it's so yeah. Like you say, we yeah. Like the man have a big role, but the mom we are the backbone. I feel like we're their backbone, even for the kids. We having a bad day, the whole house. You know, we gotta always be strong, be happy, be you know. So. Yeah, well, kids. Have a bad day or not. <laughs> Lakia, how are you? We can't hear you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> can't hear you. You might have to leave and then come back in. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hear you. Okay. Why she that we just gonna hop into did you always want to be a mom? Like, is this something that you always wanted, or did it kind of fall in your lap? Because me, I wanted to be the rich auntie. Like, I did not see myself as being the mother and wife of three. I always wanted to be the rich auntie that's like traveling and got this lifestyle. But I mean, I love that I'm a mom. Clearly, God had a better plan because I kind of do like I'm I think I'm a good mom. But if I had the choice, I probably feel like I would still be the rich auntie. <laughs> Not rich auntie. <laughs> yes, love the kids and send them home. Like, no, I didn't always want to be a mom. My whole goal was once I got out of college, I wanted to go to medical school to be a doctor. I wanted to get the money. I wanted to take care of the people in the sense that I could go home. But then. When I became a mom, it was such a transitional period in my life where I was coming back home from school and then I got sick and then I was pregnant. And then it was just, 
I don't know. It just was a whole alternate thing where I was just like, all right, I'm finna be a mom. We just gonna figure it out as it go, as I go. And it's been, <laughs> that's just what it's been. But now that she's been here, I don't think I would change none of it. I, I actually like being a mom. It balances me out. Yeah. Well, I always want to be a mom. Me and my husband, we're high school sweethearts. We've been together since sophomore year. So, yeah, I ain't had that love growing up. So I was like, okay, now these, my kids is going to face me. And then when we got together, I'm like, okay, our agreement was four. But I ain't never, ever thought that I was going to get to four. I thought I was going to have, like, one, two, and that's it. But the four kids came fast. And I couldn't control that. But if I, w- I wouldn't change it though, because they they my rural, they my rock, and I can't go a day without them. So yeah. Well, me and my husband was together. We yeah, we was well, I was seventeen, so kind of the same thing, like senior year of high school, and went off to college. Yeah, we was. So I had a lack of like. I don't want to say love. It sounds bad, but from my mom. So when I was younger, it was always, oh, I, I can't wait to God give me a, a daughter. A daughter. I'm going to be a good mom. I'm going to be this. I'm, so I always wanted to have a daughter, which I did here too. But, you know, it's like, I don't know. At the time, I had something to prove to myself. Like, you know, we was all in love, wanted to have a kid. So we was 19. And then, like, now having a three-year-old, it still shocked me that I got a three-year-old to this day. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought I was, I wanted to be a mom, but I didn't know all the work that came with it later. When I was younger, it was actually, I feel like it was more easier then than now, if that makes sense. Because you got all the energy, you know, you young, so I had her 19, I got all the help in the room. I'm in college and I'm in college and school, got a baby, but it's easy because you're young, you know, you ain't even getting tired. You can stay up all night, you know, but now it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't want no more, but maybe one more, but then it's like, man, am I too old to have kids now? So I don't know. It's either now or never. And right now it's like, see, when we get older, now you thinking, now you putting a future. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? You thinking more. Yeah. Like, I have another mm-hmm. kid. Will they fit into our life, our plans that we got, you know, that's coming along? Or is it going to stop? Because when you have a kid, stuff be stopping. I don't know if people want to admit to it or not, but things change, you know. Can't get up and go. Do certain things now. Because now you got to be a mom to a baby. You got to nourish this child really mm-hmm. forever. But especially at the earlier stages, you know. So I am uh, the model picture for it. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> I don't know. I see sometimes why people stack their kids up. Like I, when I see people stack their kids up, it's like, girl, how you dealing with a four, three, two? Like what? But I understand it because it's like at a certain age, you're looking like I don't want to do this baby face no more. Like I'd rather we all like, oh, we going somewhere? You go get yourself together. I mean, you go get yourself together, and it's. But when a baby, you gotta sit there and worry about diaper bags and nap times, and what you have to change the diaper. It'd be like, oh my god, I just missed when we could just get up, like round y'all up, and let's go. Yeah, it's totally different. 
Uh, and then it don't have more than one kid. And now the little one's trying to keep up with the bigger one. It's just like, yeah. Like the 10-year-old do her own thing. You know, she she's 10. Now I got three-year-olds. So it's it's a difference. But ain't nothing we can't adjust to. But you be like missing those little baby stages, though. Some people do. Because I know I'm I don't know more. My baby only four, and that was my last child. He's only four, and then he like, okay, I could do everything myself. Like, I tried to zip up his coat. He like, I could do it myself. I put my shoes on myself. Yeah. I do. I'm like, I miss those. I'm like I miss those missing moments. the old pictures. Looking at the old baby. Yeah, I go through it like I'll be having them little memories, like going through my phone, like, oh my god. And then I have a baby fever, and I'm like, I look at him and I'm like, oh no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Cause he bad. My last child is bad. Well, I'll go. I think um I always wanted to be a mom, but I wasn't like pressed for it. Like I thought, like, you know, when you're in your 20s or whatever, it was cool to say, like, oh, you know, I don't got no kids, this and that. But then as time started going by, it's like, dang, I, you know, I really want a family. You know, I want a kid. It's cool then. But then once you see all your friends and your family with, you know, their own kids and family, it's like, you know, okay, I'm ready for it. So my husband and I, we were together for like seven years before we got married. And we never had a baby. And it wasn't for the lack of prevention. You know, it just didn't happen. <laughs> so I swear, as soon as we got married, I don't know, I must have got pregnant somewhere in between the ceremony and the honeymoon. But it was like, <laughs> it was like marriage. And then I found out. So we got married like in October 2017. And then I found out in December I was pregnant. So I don't know, maybe it was God's plan. But that's just how it happened. Um, but after a while, it's like, you know, I was ready. You know, I wanted my own child. You know, I was a dog mom and Bianca, <laughs> can you notice, for 10 years. Oh, I'm like, I'm ready for a real baby. <laughs> so, and I was type, I always wanted, you know, I always had this fantasy. I always wanted to live in the suburbs. I wanted the picket fence and the, the yard and this and that. So I always wanted, it's just, I wasn't too pressed about it. Like, you know, when I was kind of like in my early mid twenties and then when I got like to mid twenties or so, it was like, okay, everybody has a baby now, you know, like I want my own baby, but it happened, I guess, when God said it should happen. So, but don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those ones like, oh, you know, uh, we're not having a baby before marriage. It wasn't for the lack of trying. It just happened the way it happened. <laughs> so. You say everybody had a baby. For me, I was the first one with the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I always wanted to be a mom. Um, so timing, this wasn't maybe the exact time. I planned to have, you know, waited another year or two, but it just kind of happened. But I always wanted to be a mom. At first, like when I first had my baby, I don't know. It was just like, did I should I have waited longer? Like, did I make the right decision? But like now I feel like, like y'all said, I wouldn't change it. Then again, I probably would have waited another year. I would, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I always wanted to have a, a family though. 
I don't think I used to say like, oh, I want like three, four kids. I don't think that's for me. Okay, <laughs> I would be two done. I don't. Yeah. So you want one more? Just one more, just so he can have a a sibling. I said you should have that baby now. Don't wait like I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm for real. Thank me later. Now I'm yep, say, I, do, I feel guilty because. Although I'm not having no more children, <laughs> but sometimes, you know, I feel bad because she by herself. And once she got in, she started kindergarten this year. And once she got into kindergarten, she started to really notice, like, you know, everybody else have siblings. Like, where's my brother? And where's my sisters? And anytime she asks that, I always name off all of my cousins' kids. These your brothers. Oh my God. <laughs> so I do feel bad. I, you know, we even like kind of mess with the idea because I feel like I'm too old now to have another child um, because I had like compli complications even when I had her. And so I'm of an age now. I felt like, you know, I'm too old or, you know, I'm scared to do it again because of the complications. So we even messed around with the idea of, and then I was like, well, if I have another baby now, he's five. Like they're not going to play for real. They're going to be in a different you know, stage in their life. So we messed around with the idea of what if we adopt someone or whatever, her age. And then we thought about it. I'm like, Norma Leah should be like returned to sender. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> like, so I don't know, but I do have like this guilt, like, you know, she by herself. So. Lakia, you got an only child, don't you? You only got one. I have only one. So it's just Delia. But when people ask me, do I got only one child? Like, I promise you, it'll take me a minute because I don't feel like I, just, I got just one child. Like, she's so busy. She keep me, she just keep me on my toes. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, this girl is different. This generation, these kids is different. I'll be like, oh. But um, I always wanted to be a mom. To answer that question, I did. I always wanted to be a mom, but not only did I want to be a mom, I wanted the family. Like I wanted the whole, I wanted a big family. So when I had Delia, she wasn't, she was, she was pretty much playing. I waited like eight years, like yeah, like eight about eight years, and then well, me and her dad were talking, and then I eventually had her, and I was about twenty-one at that time. I was like twenty-one, and ever since I had her, I kid you not, after I pushed her out, I was just like, I want another one. Now, if anybody know, they know that I do not, I don't like shots, I don't like pain, and none of that. So, all that was, like, a lot for me to be, like, to consider, be like, again. <laughs> again, mm -hmm. like, let's go. Like, I need another, like, she came out, she was just so beautiful, and I just fell in love. But now, I've been looking at her, like, I can do this again. At my age now, that's a whole lot. I guess nervous and scared about that I didn't even think about twice about back then. Like, yeah. And I do feel guilty at times um, about not giving her a sibling because like how, I'm not sure um, the one in the top was, I can't remember your name at the top. You said your, um, you felt guilty and your child was like, oh, always yeah. and they wanted sibling. That was Galea. Galea would literally cry to me. Like one time she literally came home crying like, like everybody got siblings. All of my friends have siblings, and I don't have no one. And I said, "Well, you have cousins." But mm -hmm. I do for her is, um, we'll go to, every time she asks about a sibling, we'll go to Build a Beer, and we're gonna make her a Build a Beer. Which <laughs> are you on? 
put the heart in it, go get your birth certificate. There go your sister. You got twins right there. There you go. And that's how we did. But that yeah. worked. So now she's just like, oh. Like one time we were on the plane and she was like, um, she was like, looking like as she, cause she was looking for a man for me girl i was like <laughs> she not? She, oh, the plane was tickled like she's she's a character she's a character so like things that she had said how my people like she's funny but yeah how old is she she's eight but she's been like this big character since she could talk like she could talk before she could walk so yeah she's been running that since she was able to and she don't <laughs> <laughs> see Malia be okay with just one. If so, I mean, I guess it is some only child. I feel like they be okay, but having multiple kids, then be the problem though, because you would think that uh, my kids would be okay, but my toddler and my 12 year old they fight like cats and dogs. Like, it's so sad how they fight because it's like, why are y'all arguing? Like, why are y'all fighting? They fight over the baby. And then the baby be so stressed out, he be looking like, look at these kids out my face. Like, I'm so proud of seeing them. That is funny. But I my feel like when they do have siblings, oh, I was going to say, when they do have siblings, it's easier. Because even like when Leah Cousins come over here, I get a break. Like, when it's just me and her, I have to be her everything. I have to be her friend. I have to entertain her. It's the difference between nieces and nephews than the actual kids, though, because them kids, they yeah. live together, I'm telling you, and them cousins. You get a break, but now they telling on each other and some other stuff. My 10-year-old be saying, Mommy, I know I wanted a baby sister, but is it too late to change my man? I'm like, yeah, she is. <laughs> yes, they telling on each other. They see you, yo, one baby with one child with something, they want it. Like, That's they, true. They, they yeah, them cousins ain't like the siblings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> At yeah, because they go home. <laughs> mm -hmm. They ain't telling on them. They know they there for a little bit. Going back. So what is a good mom? I feel like nowadays everybody got all these opinions about what is a good mom. What do y'all think a good mom is? <laughs> That's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> because I ain't gonna lie, it's a lot of deadbeat mamas out here too. You know, that's something that we're gonna touch on. It's a lot of deadbeat moms and it's a lot of bad moms. But you know that's another topic. But what is a good mom? I feel like a good mom. I'm sorry. I feel like a good mom is somebody you know who put their effort into their kids and at least try. You know, you got them some moms who don't even try to be with their kids, communicate with their kids, listen to their kids, and stuff like that. So yeah, I once asked my my daughter Mackenzie, who's ten. I asked her. I asked her once. Am I a good mom? Just it was random. I was on social media and I, she was like, yes. So I said, oh, hey, I'm a good mom. She was like, literally, that's what she said. She said, well, you read to me, you give me kisses, and she said something else that we wouldn't say. It was it was something else like kitty. She said, reason you give me kisses. Oh, she said, and I play games and take her to the park and stuff. So it's whatever we would say: cooking, cleaning, bathing them, making sure they do their homework. They don't look at that as a good mom. I guess that's just regular. 
wish my I wish my kids was like that. I'm like, what, what? Am I a good mom? Yeah. I said, why am I a good mom? Cause you buy us stuff. I'm like, yeah. Oh, like, that's what else, like, <laughs> like dang, I'm just good for the money, huh? That's it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like you know making sacrifices, having. Oh, go ahead. No, oh, making sacrifices, having like that unconditional love, like, you know, quality time, making traditions. Like, I like to be involved in every detail, the day to day. And I have the busiest job ever. I travel for work all the time. I have never missed nothing, Aaliyah. Sometimes I'll fly out in the morning and I'll make it back, fly out to take her to cheer practice. Like I be wanting to be in the details. I wanna. I don't want to miss a, a second. I want to create new memories for her. But I want her to know. Like, like you know. even if a parent do miss no, that, ahead. that don't make them a bad mom, though. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah. no, it don't yeah. make them a bad mom. I'm just saying, like for me, like I want to be involved as much as possible. Like I'm not saying like people can be involved as much as me. But as long as you you're not you're involved in their day to day as much as you can, you spend in quality time as much as you you can or the much as much as your capacity allows you to. You know, my capacity may allow me to spend more time than others that don't make someone a bad mom. But as long as, you know, you care about your child, you have that unconditional love or whatever, you're actually parenting them. You know, you're being a parent. So. You know, somebody may not have a job that's flexible or whatever. You might not have, you know, uh, flexibility to be at every single thing, but they know that you're there. They know that you're, you support them and you know what's going on in your child life, whatever capacity that is for whoever. So I think what also makes, um, and me and Leah, we have a, oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I think, and people may oh, disagree with, oh, people may disagree with me on this, but I think outside of like everything that you guys named, like, I agree with that. But I think the biggest thing for me is what makes a person a good mom is you have to prepare your child to live life without you. And I noticed that a lot of parents and mothers, period, don't do that. And that's like, Thinking for themselves, they they're be like scared too. You don't want to come you know, to reality. Yeah. And I, I think like I kind of parent my child different. I kind of parent her to think for herself. You know, know that I love her, know that I'm there for her. But like, I also teach her that I'm not gonna always be here. You know what I'm saying? Because I would hate to just leave her and then she just codependent and I'm dead. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a part of everything else we name, what makes you a good parent, a good mom is preparing your child to be able to be strong minded, to be strong in the world because what you may do in the house, the world and life not like that. And people, you know, are cruel. So if they super codependent and on you and things happen, it's like what happens to your child? You know what I mean? And, you know, I see it all the time. And I just think that's just a big thing as far as being a good mom. And I'm going to double down on that question. I, I, I already asked, what is a good mom? But do you feel like you had a good mom? 
because I feel like a lot of us. <clears throat> is my mom watching this? I'm just playing. <laughs> I feel like a lot of us <laughs> we overcompensate. Okay. We overcompensate with being a mother because we probably didn't have like all of what we want to be to our kids with our actual mother. Mm-hmm. So like Agreed. for me, I feel like I make it my business to actually be present in my kids' lives. Like I'm the mom that's getting up with my kids. Like if my kids wake up, I'm going to get up. I'm not the type of mom that's like, oh, no, nah, y'all, like leave me alone. I'm not like that. And I feel like with my mom, you know, I love my mom. She wasn't a bad mom, but it was just times where I remember that she kind of just like kind of threw us off on, you know, my grandma. Or it was like, get out my face. Or it was, you know, just having this kind of anger to her. Like, well, she would just kind of yell at you or cuss you out. And you're like, dang, I ain't even doing like, what? why are you yelling at me? Like, so I try not, I try my best not to yell. And I try my best to really just be present with my kids and kind of let them express themselves. Cause I feel like I can do that with my kids. So it's like, I mean, I can do that with my mom. So I try to give my kids that space. So I feel like with being a mom, it's like, I know I will not get everything right, but sometimes I do feel like I kind of overcompensate with this good mom type of stigma just because I didn't have the best mom. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Like, I wouldn't say my mom was a horrible mom, but as an adult now, and I think as being my own woman, there are things that I saw that as a woman, I'm like, yeah, I would do that different. So I do that different. Like every morning I get up with my kid, I make her breakfast. I take her to school. I prep her. Like we're going to school. You're going to have a good day. It's nice to be nice, be mindful. Everybody's different, but we're the same. Like I didn't get that. I just got to get your clothes on. We finna go to school. So it was just like little stuff that I felt like I needed as a kid that would have molded me to be a different person or a better person. I make sure I overly pour into my child. So where when she's out with other kids, my love for her and the things I'm teaching her, she may teach some other kid that don't get that. So, you know, yeah, I agree. I'm just trying to be the best mom that I could be with the things that I saw and just take it and do better with it. And that's all I can. We, I mean, as mothers, that's all we can do. Really. So, Quisha, I want to ask you a question. You I know how you say like you like I'm doing it. I'm going to ask you a question. You know how you say you like, like being what? in every little, you know how you said that you like being in every detail and every event. Do you feel like you like doing it just because you feel like that's a good mom or you feel like that's kind of something that your mom probably lacked in? Can y'all hear me? Wait, the phone is breaking up. You said how I like being at every detail and event is I because said, of what? You like, is it, do you think it's just because you feel like that's a good mom or you think it's because, you know, your mom probably wasn't as present or like kind of hands on? No, my mom was at everything. She was present. And it doesn't have necessarily nothing to do do with being a good mom or not, because every parent can't make it to everything. That's just what I like. You know, I like to see, you know, or be present at every little detail that I can, you know. So I don't think it has necessarily to do with being a good mom or not, because my mom, she was at everything. She showed up to everything. She was my biggest cheerleader. And that made me feel supported, like seeing it. I like, you know, seeing the growth in my child. I like seeing 
you know, assemblies, cheerleading, this practice, the, even like, like at cheer practice, most of the moms, they wait inside of the cheer practice that's watching because that's just me. You know, that's my personality. And that's how mm -hmm. I connect with my soul. I feel like as far as like, you know, my mom or a parent, you know, it's like a filter. You take, you filter out the, the things that you don't want to pass along. You take the good or whatever and you fil filter it out and you create your own family, your own traditions. My mom was, you know, um, a lot of my core values come from my mom. You know, she was very family oriented. She, you know, wanted to do all of these corny traditions and things of that nature. And there were some bad things, you know, I filter out the bad things. I take the good things and I, you know, apply it to my own family. Yeah, I could second that. I mean, because like I said, ain't nobody yeah, mom. Like, to answer your question, it wasn't because she wasn't present. It, it was she was present and that's something that I took from her. So that's like something she passed on to you and now you're doing it to your daughter and eventually she will pass it on to her. So that's a good thing. I like that. Yeah. So I feel like in a world of social media, it's like a lot of pressure of like, what's a good mom or what's not a good mom. Everybody had like this opinion like even something simple or how you let your baby sleep. If you co-sleep, that's a problem. If you don't breastfeed, that's a problem. Like everything is all these standards of what's a good mom. Like for me and like what I want to implement and my parenting is just like I, everything y'all said, but also like just being present. I think it's easy to like find yourself on a like on your phone or watching movies or watching TV and not being present with your child. Like, Another thing is just like allowing your kid to be who they are. Like we had, I, I, like I had my opportunity mm -hmm. to be who I wanted to be. I made the decisions I made with my life. And of course it's my job to guide my child into being the best person they can be, but still allowing them to be who they are. Like, and I think like, especially in the black community, we have so much pressure on our kids to be who we want them to be. Go into this career, go to college, do this, because that's what a good life is. And like for me, I went to college and I ended up just because all this pressure, I ended up doing something I didn't want to do, majoring in something I didn't want to major in. Like I'm not even working in that, but it was just like this pressure to be this person that my parents wanted me to be so bad. And like, I don't think I had a bad mom or anything like that. Um, I, I wish that like, my mom would have like talked to me more about like who she was and stuff like that because I felt like I don't know how to explain it. Like she wanted me to be this person. I just couldn't understand why she wanted me to be this person. And maybe it was parts of things that I just didn't know about her. And like the things that she would like pour into me was probably things I shouldn't have known as a kid, like about her marriage and like her personal life. And I took on a lot of those things and like now I'm trying to like build a relationship with my mom and I don't feel like she's always present. Like she's on her phone a lot or like she talking about other people and their kids and what they got going on. It's like, I'm trying to build this here and she's just somewhere else. So those are the things I just really want to implement into my, you know, parenting. And of course, a lot of stuff y'all said and take some of the things that I did when I did feel love. Like, I think it's easy 
to look and be like, oh, well, you lived in a nice house or like y'all went to church or you you got to like your mom did stuff for you for your birthday. Like that meant like that was a good parenting. But it's like that stuff. It don't matter as much as we like as a parent, as we may think we do like being present, showing up for like the little dumb Christmas carols that you do with <laughs> kid. Like those things matter. Like you think about that, like, dang, mm-hmm. I never showed up to any Christmas shows or none of my talent shows or like she just wasn't there. And it's like, yeah, she might have took me to a water park, but like <laughs> those other things, like what about those moments too? So it's like, but I get it, you know, we all like parents, we mothers, we gotta work. And that just is what it is. And you get home from work, you're tired, you don't want to go do that Christmas show at six o'clock at night with all them little kids. I get it, but as a kid, you don't you don't think about it like that. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, dang, I don't got nobody out there for me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just want to be present, present in the moments with my kid. So you know, you brought up a good point with the whole phone situation. Um, my daughter had to teach me like being present don't mean just being there physically like she would tell me no put your phone down like i would have to leave my like when it's me and her time i have to go put my phone on the charger she would take my phone and put it down like no like put your phone down and you said something else that made me think of something that probably is the reason why i am the way i am you said how your mom used to share with you about like her relationships and stuff like that my mom was the complete opposite I never knew what was going on in her life as far as her person. What that also did was create a strict parent and child relationship. We didn't have like a friendship. I didn't know her on a personal level. She let me see what she wanted me to see. You know, we didn't have open conversations or, you know, I couldn't, I didn't feel comfortable coming to her just about normal stuff like girl talk or things of that nature. It was very I'm the parent, you're the child. I never knew nothing that was going on in her personal life, relationships, anything like that. So I think with Leah, you know, I try to overcompensate with that or whatever. I want her to talk to me. And I, you know, of course, I'm not going to talk to her about, you know, grown up stuff, but I don't want her to feel uncomfortable to just have normal. I want her to see me as a human too. Like, I'm just not your parent. You know, I don't want that strict, you know, it's black and black or white. You know, I'm your parent, this and that. I want to be the parent, but I want you to feel comfortable to talk to me. I want you to see me as a human too, you know, and I want to be able to share certain things with you on, you know, an appropriate level, but know that you can talk to me. And I didn't have that. So, you know, I try to like, you know, just create these, an environment for her. I'm always in her business. I'm always asking her questions and stuff. And I'll talk to her about stuff too. So I think, because I didn't have that and it was just a streak. I didn't know my mom on a personal level, really. I try to overcompensate that with her. And I think that can, like, it could be a healthy balance with that. Like, it should. Yeah. Like, I think sometimes it is important not to overshare, like, share, you know, because you want to build that relationship, but oversharing where it's like, right. Dang. You, you, I'm pretty sure y'all know what I mean by oversharing. It's just mm-hmm. certain things I just think a kid just shouldn't know. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't care that you and my dad got my, my dad got problems right. or whatever you got going yeah. on. Like, 
I don't really need to know that. You know what I'm saying? But you can share like, hey, you know, I, I've been through traumatic relationships and I, this is what I think that a young lady should feel like love yeah. is. Whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? Instead of like going too deep or like bringing work home, things like that. I don't think that that's mm -hmm. fair. I think it should be like a real good balance. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why you just made me think of like, okay, like my mom had this policy where I could talk to her about any and everything. And I did. And then as I got older and I saw things, I started to realize like, okay, I'm a little different from you. You know what I mean? Like things you may deem acceptable. I just feel like, okay, you know, that's a little, a little much. And we are very night and day and I love her. And there are some core values and, and things that she taught me, but there are also things that I do 100% different, like totally different. And people be looking at me like, why you parent your child like that? And I'm like, well, why didn't you? Like, and I feel like it's just always that stigma of, well, back in the day, we weren't able to do this. We weren't able to do that. And and it's a lot of reasons why people just be walking around with these traumas and these baggages because of just the strictness. Like, you don't get to know your parents. So, like, it brought me back to the other day when I was picking Brooklyn up from school. She was like, Mom. You see that boy right there? His name is Emilian, and I think he's cute at four years old. And it wasn't in that moment. I in my head, I'm like, oh, shit. but at least okay. he knows you. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, okay. And I'm like, I like boys when I was a little. You know, I don't know about when I was four. I, you know, she's just like, you like boys? So I'm like, yeah. She like, you had a boyfriend? And I'm like, yeah. She was like, can I have a boyfriend? And I was like, oh, God, hold on, hold on. Like, you asking, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to stall. And she like, hello, can I, can I have a boyfriend? And I was like, well, I don't think it's nothing wrong with you having a friend that's a boy, but I don't think it's appropriate for you to want to have a boyfriend. That's what she was like, okay, well, he could just be my friend. And I was like, God, okay, who? But in that moment, you know, you just made me realize like she really felt comfortable with sharing that with me at four years old. It's just a little thing. So it's letting me know like the type of relationship that I want to have with her as far as us being mother and daughter. She's comfortable with me. She trusts me with little stuff like that. And it's just like I I can I knew I had that policy with my mom growing up, but I don't know if I entirely felt like I could trust it if that makes sense for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So y'all just made me think of that. But yeah, y'all, you know. Yeah, sometimes it'd be a catch. Your mom be like, just tell me. And then you like, okay, let me share the next thing you know you're in trouble. You're like, wait a minute, you just tricked me. Yeah. I was caught off guard so bad, like, oh God, a boyfriend four. And okay. I had to flip it though, like, okay, you can have a friend. <laughs> That's a boy. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. That's what these kids need. Because sometimes they don't really know it. They just little kids. So it's like you gotta just redirect them and they'll just be okay. But it's hard too because everybody parent their kids different. And some kids are more exposed to things that you kind of try to shield your child away from. So mm -hmm. it's like it's like you fighting a war trying to keep your child innocent and a child where they can be one. 
And there's some kids that my my daughter interact with on every day that I feel like is too grown. Like she got one kid in the class that's like 80. Like that's how she act, like an old lady. She know too much. She told Brooklyn, like, if God wouldn't let her see her turn five, like, stuff like that. I just be like, okay. And then it's another little girl who, like, 20. She's ski in the classroom. And I'm like, oh, we don't do that. So it just be like, it's hard because other people parent different. <laughs> I ain't lying, y'all. That little girl was ski. I was scared. Like, uh-uh. I tried to do everything different. Like my mama was real. She was real strict and a whole bunch of other stuff. But the strictness caused me to be sneaky. You know, if because one thing I learned, we gonna wanna we gonna do whatever we wanna do. I was just telling my husband this. So it's best, you know, the kids talk to you, got that relationship, tell you stuff. Like I feel like if we teaching them well. Whatever your will is, then they'll be okay, you know. Like, yes, like um, and and even though my mom was strict, I kind of thank her a little bit now because looking at others, like, dang, I ain't like them people. We all grew up together. I'm totally different. Like, you know, so then it's like, was she so bad, or was it for me to be great or okay as an adult, you know? But I do, I, I do know that, like when you said the kids know ski, it was once in the car, had the radio on, and like one of them nasty songs came on. I changed it real quick, but I was thinking like my parents did the same thing to me. I already knew the song as a kid, but you know you ain't go. So it's funny because I said I bet she already know this song, but whatever. Don't listen to it around me. You know what I'm saying? Y'all remember like three, four years ago. When Jojo Siwa was popular, I don't know how old kids, but just comes to find out Jojo Siwa is gay. And she's like, girl. So I know once my baby told me, like, I know she had like a rainbow thing on her wrist. I'm like, what's that about? She's like, oh, me and all my friends got this, you know, Jojo Siwa. I said, oh, okay. And then three days later, oh, mommy, did you know she had a girlfriend? I said, I did. Did you know? I'm like, what's your response to that? Like, what's your opinion about that? I don't want to say it's wrong. I don't want to say it's right, you know, because you don't know how your kids think, you know. I'm like, what's your opinion about that? She was like, well, I don't know. I, I like her. I think she's fun. I like her songs, but should she, like, have a husband? You know. So it's like, when you say our kids, this is different. It's 2023 and 2019. It's totally different than when we grew up. They exposed to so much stuff. Like, you got commercials. Men's having tampons and stuff like what? You know. Even in the cartoons, like they can't watch cartoons without being exposed to sex and transgender, um, the transgender world, the lesbians, the gays. Like oh. it's it's kind of like it on the kids. Like let them yeah. have a choice. So when you said at least, yeah, it's, yeah, we teach them one way. They go out in this world, go to school, be around your friends, you know, yeah, all type of stuff. <laughs> all type of stuff. Lakia, what is a good mom to you? Um, just having like you know morals. I love my literally. I love being able to spend all of my time, even though it kind of like backfires on me in a way at times, but part of being a mom. 
it's part of being a mom, but just being there for her and giving her what I didn't have. Like growing up, I had strict parents also. My parents were pretty strict. Um, I really couldn't do much and nothing. I did not have an open space to be able to talk to them casually about any and everything. Like I couldn't do that. Like I was scared of my parents. I was scared of getting my ass beat. Not about one, but both of them. So that put that right up, that did it for me. I was, you know, and that do make you, it's kind of do make you sneaky, but I don't know. I don't know. It's not, it's not easy. I can say that. Like just being a mom, period. It's like, it's not easy. It's like every day is a, it's something different. Like every day is like a new task. It's like, oh, you know, it's like, what am I going to do? And it's like, you know, you look back to things, how your parents work, but you know, you try to decide like, okay, this is what I want to do, but this not. But for me, it's hard because for me, it's kind of hard because I don't, she don't got that mom and dad, you know what I mean? That mom and dad uh, living with her, you know? So it's like rules over there. Then it's like different rules here and that I might be okay with that. You know, he may not be okay with. So it's that also. And it's, yeah, just being able to have that open space with her <laughs> and just be able to communicate. I'm pretty open with her, um, but it's also having like, like guidelines, like, you know, like trying to have that balance with her. So it's like, okay, you can't say that. You can't, you know, have like trying to be strict, but still letting her be as open and still feeling like she can come to me about any and everything. So having that balance with her is, has been like hard. It's the hardest thing ever. Because I'm like, I want you to be able to talk to me. I want you to be able to do this. I don't want you to have to sneak. I don't want you to lie. I want you to be able to talk to me. And for me, I had to go to that resources for that. Like my auntie or like my cousin that's like my auntie, but like, you know, other people like that. And I don't really, I don't want that for her. Like I want her to be able to come to me. So for me, it's really like I'm not having a screen, not getting so frustrated, able to listen and to just be open ears, like, listen. Sometimes she be talking about a bunch of, you know, so you be like, girl, bunch of nothing, just bunch of times. But you know, then you listen, you know, you be like, Dalia, but yeah, that's a good mind for me, just being there for her, hundred percent. I mean, you really don't got no, you know, so just being there. For okay, parenting. Highs and lows. How's it going? I know parenting, I feel like, is it's so hard because, like everybody said, it's like you got to have some type of balance where you have a rapport with your kids and you want to be their friend, but then at the same time, you can't necessarily be their friend. It, you have to be the parent. It's like a very thin line that we are on. Can y'all yeah. So how's parenting going? <laughs> uh, I can start off. So, oh. you go ahead. Wait, I can't hear. Can y'all hear me? Y'all hear me? We can yeah, hear you. I think I'm frozen. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, 
Maybe it's my internet. It's like everybody frozen. <laughs> I mean, we can hear you though. Um, have you guys? Oh, okay. Can you have you guys ever heard or watched this um, TV show called The Parent Test? No. I say it. No. Okay. It's on um, ABC. You can watch it on demand. I didn't watch it while it was live or whatever. Um, me and my husband watched it on demand. But after watching that show, it's like a reality TV show. And they talk about these like 12 different um, parenting styles. So they got like these couples on and each couple represents and parent their child in this and after watching that TV series, it really helped me to understand a lot about parenting, my parenting style, and how I parent Malia. Um, so the, the interesting thing about it is every couple on there, they had the same parenting style. So it was like something like um, the helicopter parent. That's like the parent that like hovers over the child. I got a little bit of that. <laughs> so like the helicopter parent or the disciplinary parent or the high achiever parent. Each parent was on the same team though. They both had this parenting style and they lived and died by this parenting style. But once I watched it with my husband, you know, we kind of already figured this, but we don't have the same parenting style or whatever like he's a disciplinary and i am what they would consider a um new age parent so new age parent is more like you know giving your child freedom to like express themselves um not physically discipline them but you know um other means of discipline or letting them um, have a choice or things of that nature. And the disciplinary one, it's like, you know, they go by strict kind of rules, kind of guidelines they, they go by. And I noticed, like, I guess, you know, it's hard when you got, you know, a husband and a wife with two different parenting styles. It makes it hard to come together to parent your child in the way that you want to be parent them in the household and to create a united front. So me, I'm, I'm the type that, okay, you're mad. Take a deep breath, breathe. <laughs> and he's like, you know, no, we're not doing this, you know? So it's hard to be honest, like, cause our household and the way that we parent is divided. And so it's hard like to create a united front because kids are very manipulative and they can play you against each other once they realize like, you know, I, you know, I can go to mommy and, you know, she going to cave in. And even like some stuff that I don't cave about, like I'm very strict when it comes to homework and things of that nature. She'll go cry to him, you know. So we're trying to basically find this balance like how can we combine this disciplinary parenting style and this new modern parenting style to not pull her in different directions and to come together as a united front and so it's like what we try to do and i'm not i'm gonna be honest we we don't do this all the time but in theory what we try to do even though if i don't agree with something that he 
he's saying or if you don't agree with what I'm saying, you know, together we'll have this united front. But, you know, once once the door closed, I'd be like, now, you know, you know, you didn't have to do this or this and that. But it's hard. It's hard. Um, see, my mom, she was a single parent. You don't have to worry about another person's parenting style because you are, you know, you're the head of your household. You don't have to come together on how to raise your child and don't talk about stuff like that. Right. Before you get married, like, you know, how are we going to parent religion, things of that nature. A lot of stuff don't cross your mind until you get into it and then you, you know, clashing and bumping heads or whatever. So it's, um, it's difficult or whatever. We're kind of like trying to work through it, but I would say like the highs for us, we both have Malia's best interest in her. We both go a thousand percent for her. We both are, you know, um, big on education. We both are big on like, you know, just spending quality time with her. We do silly things like, you know, he likes to DJ and, you know, in the family room and me and Leah dance or we connect on a lot of stuff or whatever. The lows is just the different type of parenting styles that we have because I don't believe in physical discipline um, because of what I guess I experienced. You know, it's one of those things where man, you got your ass beat as a child and, you know, you kind of like... <laughs> You kind of like, huh? I said for no reason sometimes, speaking for myself. Right. So, and he hates that, you know, I'm not more firm with her or whatever. And even when I'll be wanting to, I can't bring myself to hit her because I think back to my childhood and how I felt. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes she do be needing a butt whooped or whatever. And that's when he'll step in and try to like do, you know, be the disciplinary one or whatever. So it's kind of like, I guess we try to tag team. Like I know I'm not strong enough and these are my flaws and I can't get her this. So I'm going to tag you in. So it's just like trying to fight through like our different views or whatever. So but yeah, y'all should watch it. That show is very interesting. I learned a lot about myself and the way I parent her. <laughs> What's the name of the show again? It's called The Parent Test. It's on ABC, but you can like watch it on demand. Okay, okay. And they put the kids and and then they put the kids through different tests to see how they going to respond to different things based upon how you didn't parent to them. I remember like one test was the kids were in the house and the doorbell rung and the parents wasn't there. And they wanted to see if they would actually open that door and would they let a stranger in or whatever. And some kids passed based upon how they, you know, the morals and values that they parents put into them or some, the fear that they parents put into them. And some kids failed the test based upon their parenting, you know, their parents' parenting style. But it's a lot of different tests like that they put the kids through and the parents through to see, you know, what parenting style holds up. So y'all yeah, should watch it. Okay, I guess I'll go. Um, 
I pretty much pretty I pretty much agree with what literally everything she was saying. Um, for me, um, I'm not the disciplinarian. That was her dad. So kind of like when we, you know, split, it was like, oh shit. <laughs> now I gotta do your job and mm. my job. I'm like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> like I'm not the one. I'm not the one that's like super strict. Like I want you to just, I want you to be a kid. Your job, I just want you to be a kid. I want you to have fun. I just want your ass to listen. That's it. That's all. I want you to listen and pay attention and do like each, as she get older, it's like different things I expect more from her, you know, but I ain't gonna lie. I do kind of, I'm more of that helicopter parent too. Cause I'm like always on her back. Like it's, it's my only baby. So I'm like, ah. Yeah. Or, you know, if you go outside and play in the backyard, you know, uh, I'm just like, here, take your phone, <laughs> take a phone. And I'm Delia. <laughs> the game, like the block is just the fact, like, it's like in my head, I'm like, oh, so that'd be like the low for me. The high is hmm, just having her in my presence. Like having her in my presence all the time, just knowing that, you know, like she good, you know, she with her mom. Like I just like it make me feel, it make me feel a little bit better. At times I'm like, oh, because when she out with other people, it's like, okay, what you doing? Like when she with her daddy, it's like, yeah. So that'll be like highs and lows for me, because I'm like I'm not I'm not like the perfect parent, but I am. Uh, I'm. Um, Correct myself, like I apologize. But, um, no, I treat like I treat like a human. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you might be a new age uh, parent to sound like me. <laughs> Y'all don't judge me about this one, but like he would literally he referred to it instead of new age. He like they'll stuff like oh white parent style like you need to whoop that girl ass you need to whoop, need to whoop it I'm just like, <laughs> i was a parent like i am not gonna whoop my child i do not want to whoop my baby this is my princess i don't want to whoop her but she'll do some things and say something be like oh, shit, that's over here. you know you don't do that you know had to yank up a few times yeah. or like public like when she'll try me the most like she won't try him but in public like Sometimes we'll like we'll be out public like she knows she's gonna get her ass, but she knows she's in trouble. Like I know she's in trouble, but you know everybody around, so you can't get it the way you want to get her. You know you can't get her. So you like getting in the car, can't. You know, it's like oh, so like that'd be a struggle too. Like being able to parent her in public the same way you parent her at home, and like that's mm -hmm. that's kind of like an issue. Like because I'm like if you can't parent her. The way you parent her at home, you can't parent her like that. And in public, then what the hell? Like, you know, it's not it's not gonna I just feel like it just don't it don't work. So I, I am the one that do a lot more talking. Like I do a whole lot of talking to the point I mess around, lose my voice yelling and fussing at But I don't want my first resort to be always that whooping, you know. Mm -hmm. I think my low is now having two kids, having a 10-year-old and a three-year-old that I have, I think I didn't put higher expectations on my 10-year-old and it didn't come. I didn't try to do this on purpose, but as we talking, I noticed that like some, so like, I don't know, 
I gotta remember she's still a kid, but I think I'm expecting her to be like what's the example? Like just say I'm gonna use trick or treat. Her baby, she's gone. Like, you know, she's 10. She's trying to do her own thing. And so her little sister, who's three, is like, wait for me, sissy. I'm coming. She call her sissy. S-I-S-S-Y. You know, wait for me, sissy. I'm coming. I'm kind of like, why are you leaving your little sister? Like, you know, don't do not do that. You the big sister. Or even like some so small. Like, I be making life examples. Like, Mackenzie, you are the bigger sister. You have to do right because you have a little sister who's following you, who's who going to want to be like you. You know, I kind of do. I've been telling her, you know, I always do right, mean well, because you have a baby sister who is looking up to you. You know, if you fall short, she may fall short, kind of sort of vice versa. Okay, the three-year-old do something. I kind of look at her like, okay, she the baby. And now my 10-year-old is like, mommy. Why you, why you let Maddie do that, girl? I'm like, Mackenzie, she's just three years old. And it's like, well, she she's she's not just three. She understands. She know right from wrong. Then it's like, so I kind of, that. those are my lows. Or I feel like I put these expectations on my older daughter because, like, I feel like, because I'm the big sister. Out of my, my mom had two of us. I'm the big sister. So I know I had to do right. I had to be bad example. I had to teach them with homework or do like, like, you know, stuff like that. Because, well, see, at least that's a boy. I'm like, you know, you the big sister. She going to want to be like you. She going to, you do wrong, she going to want to do wrong. You know, stuff like that. But, yeah, as far as parent, like, the has, I could say me and my husband, we on the same accord as far as, like, raising a kid. Like, we from the same place. We the same age. And we both grew up with with both our parents. So we kind of want the same things. Just his parenting was different with the 10 year old at first when she was little. I feel like he was like a military dad. But now with the three year old, he's so lenient. Like what they say, one kid crawls so the other one can run or however they go. That's, that's that. Like now, like the three year old, she gets away with a lot that the 10 year old did not stand a chance with. My baby, when the teen-year-old was little, would throw a tantrum in the store. You say no. It's like, oh, nah, this, uh-uh, we finna go. That's, yeah, I don't believe in whooping either because my mom was really abusive. So I had to do things. I don't know, just be firm. I learned whoopings don't even solve nothing. Like, my daughter, okay, you in, you in trouble. You can't do this. Take stuff down, like, and explain, you know, why you're in trouble. It's, I try to explain to her anytime, like, you know, this why this happening. You can't do this. You can't go here this weekend because you did this. You know, just try to explain. Because my mom and them, they didn't explain. It was just no questions. Even to this day, being an adult, my mom still look at, this is what she tell me. She said, we are not friends. I'm the parent, etc. And I don't say nothing. Like, okay, I just... I broke, I'm trying to break those generational curses, y'all, like, for real, like, it's a lot of generations, <laughs> them curses ran deep, but it's, I'm trying to end it with me, so, yeah. I have to say, I, I'm kind of guilty of that, too, I feel like I do hold my son to a higher standard, because I'm like, you're 12, like, it's certain things that you should not be doing, like, she could get away with it, she's four, like, you're 12, <laughs> and it's like, 
even certain things that she might do, she might do some crazy stuff. And then I just like, you know what, right? I'm not dealing with you. And then Jamal, 12 year old, look at me like, you would have knocked my head off my shoulders. But I'd be like, son, I'm trying to be a better person. Like when I was like with you, I was younger. Like yeah. I didn't have as much patience. I was one of those. I was still parenting how <laughs> my parents parent me. So it's like, if you do something wrong, you get popped. Like that's what it was. But now that I'm older and I'm trying to parent a different way, looking at long term wise, so it's like certain things that I just feel like I, you shouldn't get popped for. It's more so and like he's a boy. So you holding him to being the oldest and the boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I do see how that could be unfair sometimes because I ain't gonna lie, Riley do be off the chain sometimes. And Jamal be looking like, now if that was me, I know she, I wouldn't even be in them up. Like <laughs> you probably would have killed me if I did that. But it's just one of those things where I do feel like the oldest child always get the short end of the stick. Because yeah. I feel like as we That's age, me. we get more patient. <laughs> <laughs> you the oldest. <laughs> yeah. Dang, I'm the oldest also. And I be looking at my siblings. I said, I would have got my ass whooped for this. You know, I would have got towed up. Like, there's no way. And one thing about my mom, she going to pull up. She pulls, you say you what? She pulling up. But them last two younger siblings, honey, she could like the last and the stuff that go with. And you'll be like, I know you're not gonna believe that. You're gonna go pull up too, right? She been there just chilling. And I'm like, no, no. But I think too, like far as the oldest, like what she was saying earlier about she tried to teach her baby how to live without her. It's like if you enroll the instill in this oldest child, they know the wants, the needs, what they can and can't do. They kind of know how to survive without mom because we're looking for them to help the other, the other kid. You know, the younger siblings. Like it's like that's the closest thing to us, especially if we had had them. I guess it don't matter what age you have them. Just show your oldest shoulders. So for y'all who only got one. Wait till you have another one. Your whole everything gonna change. You gonna be like, man, I ain't used to be like this. Now I'm like this. Or you make you gonna have a higher expectation on that older. It's gonna be different. Cause I ain't used to always be like this. <laughs> Bianca, you the oldest child. You think you was different? Huh? You think you had a different experience being the oldest child than your younger brother? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, me and my brother not really uh, that much. Uh, age we like 15 months apart but oh. <laughs> I will say there was a lot of pressure on me to uh, uh, I guess like succeed there was a lot of pressure for me to be able to know how to clean know how to cook when my mama not around my brother not around I mean my grandmother not around I'm mama grandma's sister I gotta take care of you I gotta nurture you i help you with your homework and then it just been i've been given this role and then if i feel short it would be well you know better than that mm-hmm. you should have done this that and third so after a while i just was like all right cool once i can i'm out of here and that's what i did and then now as a parent I guess some of the highs would be like Brooklyn and um, Brooklyn's father and I, we kind of parent the same, but he's more, he's a little bit more strict than I am. We call him a sergeant. Brooklyn 
And like I could tell her, get off the floor, like stop doing that. I could tell her 30 times. She just looked at me like, girl, bye. Soon as she's in Brooklyn, it's yes, sir. Like, I'm doing it, sir. I'm doing what I gotta do. And it's cool. Like, we try to parent her the same. Mm-hmm. And we like <laughs> we literally love on her the same. We literally try to be there for her, support her. But I think what makes it difficult is that he has a um he has sickle cell disease so a lot of the time he's in the hospital or he's in pain so it kind of leads me to pick up the pieces and now i have 100 percent become the primary parent so usually i don't get a break and i also do have an illness as well with my heart so it's like as a mother you just don't get a break so i'm always having to be uh, mother, father, <laughs> babysitter, your chef, your maid, which is fine. You know, it's a part of being a mother, but like them lows below when I need a break <laughs> and he can't be get to me because of what he's going through. It sucks. Like, yes, yeah, she has like other grandparents that may want to get her, but it's just not the same. It's not her, her father. And then it's just like, shoes that I have to feel because I, I don't want her to be disappointed. So to the world and to her, he's Superman because I try to shield her from the illness and him being away often and him being at work and stuff like that. So the lows be lowing. <laughs> they definitely be, be lowing. But as far as like everything else, we we do our best to just raise her the best way we can and that's all that any of us can really do no matter what situation we may be going through or whatever going on in life you just can't give up how would you rate co-parenting because i feel like even though we might be married or the kids still in the same house i feel like it's still co-parenting because it's two parents it's and not together. Huh? It's not equally weighted a lot of the times. Yeah, it ain't. It's not because the first thing come up, mommy, I just be like, you didn't think to call him. You you didn't want to ask him first, you know. It but, is crazy. Like kids all always want mom. It's like even though dad is just as capable, it's like it's not the same if mom not doing. It. Yeah. It's like we got the magic touch mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Do y'all, somebody said, do you all, do you all ever feel like you want to give up? That was a comment somebody said. A lot of the times we wouldn't be human if we didn't feel that way. It's overwhelming. It's a 24-7, I mean, 24-hour job. You just don't stop. But sometimes we... Well, I, I can speak for myself. A lot of the times I feel like I'm not taking care of myself how I should be. I'm not pertaining to my goals that I want to be doing and the things that I want to do because I'm stuck in mommy mode. I could go to the store trying to get an outfit for me and I end up leaving the store with eight outfits for her. So it's just like I'm always constantly running on she needs this, she needs that. I think I'll worry about myself later. Like I neglect myself to the fullest. And that's something that 
I got to work on more. But for sure, I'll be wanting to give up a lot. But I don't because I'll be thugging it out. That part. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll be trying to thug it out, but it be it get hard for me. It really do. Because the way I look at it, like, me and her dad, like, we do, like, I don't feel like we co-parent. I feel like we could co-parent so much better than what we do. But a lot of nonsense gets in the way of that. And then, like, like the part that, like, I guess, that, like, hurt, it just be like, shit, I do all the hard work, and then you want to get up a show and tell. Like, what the hell? <laughs> no, motherfucker, you ain't getting this. No, we got, like, no. Like, no. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I do, like, but, like, when he do X for he always he always gets her like he always gets her but then it'd be like certain times like when i already got something playing it's just like no like fuck i usually want to play Sean Tucker, like all the time like and i'm like even when we were like lit like versus like living together and then like being like separated no difference besides the point i mean besides the fact that i had a a, a babysitter to watch her you know what i mean when i had to go work or whatever like he'll watch her but the way we do things like the kids definitely like tend to mom like mom 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 and then it make you feel guilty because you leaving out the house or you got to go to work or whatever the case may be they you know they they looking at you like mom where are you going like they they want your mama yeah that's one thing i can say is that even like me and my husband we kind of we shed a load as far as with the kids and it's like even sometimes when i walk out that door they want to follow me and it's like when he walk out that door they like bye <laughs> but then it's like but why why you don't want to go with him like but then it's like no nah, i want to go with you. exactly like, it's crazy kids are just funny i had just always want to ride on mama's coattails even if dad is around yeah. and it's even but worse it could be too like it's like a safe space like we are safe to them so mm-hmm. that they probably just want to just be around that all the time like it also separation anxiety is real because every time like today my uh brooklyn is with her her father and um their family at a function she didn't call me about 10 times since we've been on this thing her daddy texted me like brooklyn is ready to come home i'm like i thought she said she wanted to spend the night i thought you know that was taken care of she like no she wants to come home with you she wants to sleep in the bed like she's missing like what we do, like our nightly routine. She's like, uh-uh, I'm not staying over here. They already like, okay, well, we'll just bring her back. And I'm like, just keep her. It's just a little separation anxiety, but it's like safe. We're safe for them, you know? And you can't even fault yourself for that. That's kind of like, in a way, how you know you, you're doing a damn thing. You're present. You're you're everything that they want and need because they constantly want to be around you. You know, like I would question if my baby didn't want to go with me to the store or cry when I left in a way, if that sound right. You know what I mean? Like I would feel like a way, but I don't know. I could go a week without my kids. (laughs) 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 I think I could go a week without them crying and screaming like mama. And I'm like, See you later. All three of y'all, like all three of y'all, get out my face. <laughs> y'all will be okay. And somebody, 
Uh, the three-year-old, she's a daddy girl, and the two-year-olds take advantage of her dad's. I don't know what you want to call it, but but yeah, they probably would choose him over me, and it's because yeah, I'm fine with that. Like through the night, if my baby, the three-year-old, she'll be calling her daddy. Dad, dad, he sleeps snoring. Daddy, daddy. I'm uh, what she said. I gotta use it. Or oh, my tablet went there. I will wake him up. Maddie calling you. I, I don't move. Go right ahead. She calling you. Like, fine with me. It's good to have that break. Do you hear me? Like the summers, our kids would be in Chicago with the grandma. Like you know. Now back then, before I had a second born, now I would do that. I'm done. I'm I'm visiting every weekend. But now it's like it's it's okay to have break. That don't make me bad. It's okay because we be needing that. Being being a like when you say, how was you raised co-parenting? It's being a wife, a mom, being busy with life or this school or work. It is so much. And I know people who don't have it probably like, oh, I wish I was married with kids. I told my husband, people do not know the work you got to put in and do. And he was like, you know what? You right. He like marriage is a job. Look easy. People just see the out, the how you all look together and stuff. They don't know all the stuff that comes with it, or you didn't did what sacrifices, what you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Marriage is a job. I feel like that's a, something yeah. that everybody want. Like everybody wants the wedding, they want the ring, they want all that. But I feel like marriage is another job, and then you got another being a job. mama is another job. So it's yeah. like. Then you got a real job. <laughs> like, okay. What is going 